Chris Payne from Euclid, Ohio, and you are listening to Barbecue Central. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the really big barbecue central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Reppy. Happy to have you. If you want to jump in on the show tonight via phone call, via email, however you want to do it, these are your two bits of contact information. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now, it is the first Tuesday of the month. And you know what that means. We will be visited by the pitmaster of Killer Hogs Barbecue Team. Also, uh, I don't know if creator is the right term or co-creator with his wife of how to barbecue right or how to bbq right.com that is of course Malcolm Reed YouTube sensation social media maven not to mention world class championship winning pitmaster we are in the month of May and you know what that means for the likes of Malcolm Reed of course Memphis in May so we'll be hitting on that as we run up to that big event because we won't talk to him again until after that event has transpired the first Tuesday of June to get a recap. So we'll look at it as the event approaches. A few other things to talk with Malcolm about as well. Then we will move to 35 past the first hour and joined by the Pork Princess herself at Smithfield. Emily Detweiler will be joining us. We'll be talking about where you might be able to find some Smithfield ribs over the course of your summer. We're obviously going to be talking about the National Barbecue Championship. We'll be talking a little bit about where scores are, where you can find them, what the status of competitive cooks are, if there are any openings left. Also, what you might be able to do as a competitive cook to help promote Smithfield. On top of all of that, there are going to be a few consumer contests, if you will. Maybe that's the right terminology, where just everyday backyarder will have a couple opportunities over the course of the grilling season and in the summer to win something, assuming you're doing the right things. We'll get all the specifics with Emily, 35 past the first hour. Then we will move into the second hour, gracious enough to 
Uh, move aside from his first hour normal spot is the second first Tuesday of the month guest or the uh, the other first Tuesday of the month guest. It gets very convoluted as I start to talk and listen in my head at the same time. He is a TV star, regional celebrity, potential of a national, kind of national celebrity, definitely regional celebrity. Has 13 to 27 daytime Emmys to his credit, handful of cookbooks, a YouTube channel that is absolutely blowing up day after day and week after week, and he shows up here once a month as well. That is Sam the Cooking Guy. Plenty to talk about with Sam when he comes up in the second hour. If you watch his YouTube channels, you notice he has been burger heavy in the YouTube, so we will obviously be talking to him about uh, the importance of beef and his proper burger recommendations. We might get into a little bit of grilling season must-haves, all the good stuff. And then helping me close out the show tonight is Weber's cookbook expert, a barbecue and grilling expert himself. Jamie Perviance will be joining me. We're obviously going to be talking about the new book that is available for sale right now, freshly launched, Weber's Ultimate Grilling, a step-by-step guide to barbecue genius. So always happy to entertain Jamie Perviance, as he helps me close out the show here this evening. Really big. Strap it in. And if you can't catch it all, be sure you get it on podcast later in the week. First hour released tomorrow. Second hour released on Thursday. Follow me socially. Stay up on all the updates at BBQ Central Show on Instagram. Same on Twitter slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook, which is where some of you are watching this show live right now. If you want to take part in the chat, I do not, do not follow the chat in Facebook, so don't leave me anything critical, funny, or otherwise, because I won't see it until after the show. If you want to interact with me during the show, or at least have the potential of seeing my eyes gloss over something, check out the YouTube video feed. Much easier for me to maintain and skim over as the show is rolling on. Plus, a bunch of luminaries in there as well that you can interact with. Go to my website, thebbqcentralshow.com, and then click on the YouTube Live and away you go. A quick reminder, friend of the show, third Tuesday of the month, regular guest, Robin, the Grill Girl, Lindars. We had hyped it up her last couple times in to the Barbecue Central show, but today marks her official launch of the new cookbook. So congratulations to Robin. It is entitled The Healthy Electric Smoker Cookbook, 100 Recipes with All Natural Ingredients and Fewer Carbs. It's also junk-free with paleo and keto swap-outs if you're into the paleo and the keto deal. She has allotted for those switch-outs, give you some of those ideas. So make sure that you head over to Amazon.com. You can search Robin Lindars or The Healthy Electric Smoker Cookbook. It's 14 bucks on Amazon.com right now. It is a paperback book. And I have to tell you, from people that have no dog in the fight are telling me that it's actually a really good cookbook. So this isn't just somebody that shows up and we're doing a little promo because they help me with content during the course of the month. No, no. All of that being held aside, good, really good first effort cookbook from Robin Lindar. So go out and get it, especially if you have the electric cooker. But as she had mentioned on the show a couple different times, it will transcend electric and go to your pellets your charcoal, your stick burner, all that stuff. Now, if you are any kind of fan of barbecue and grilling, you know 
what the month of May means to this industry. No, it's not charcoal month. No, it's not lump charcoal month. It's not multi-flavored pellet month. None of that. Nothing that specific. But what we know about this month of May and this industry, if you are a lover of pork, if you love succulent hot beef in your mouth, if you like to rub those thighs and breasts and racks up, this is the month where you really shine because May is National Barbecue Month. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe people have tipped you off. Maybe you are a live fire barbecue and grilling expert and you just happen to know that May is indigenous to National Barbecue Month. I'll say National Barbecue and Grilling Month. I mean, why not? Hello, Angela Iverson. Thank you for joining the chat. But this is the month for us, for live fire lovers. National Barbecue Month is the month of May. Very exciting. This is our month. However, as exciting as that is, with May being National Barbecue Month, and it's really exciting, National Barbecue Month also shares this month of May with a whole other theme and dedication. A pastime for some, a dirty act according to others, a way of life. For most of you, aside from National Barbecue Month, it is also National Masturbation Month. Yes! That's right. Who knew? Who knew that you would have National Barbecue Month and National Masturbation Month all mashed up into one? I mean, it's not bad enough where you could tune into the show on any random Tuesday. And hear things come out of my mouth where if you didn't know the show, you would be one. That's why I have the bumper. If you didn't know the show, you might think it's the best triple X show ever on the internet. Because the terms and the things that we say, crazy. And if you come in in the wrong time, you might tune out very quickly. So National Barbecue Month, yes. National Masturbation Month, yes! There you go. Actually, I was refreshed on that through a Best of Show by John Solberg, which we'll talk about at the top of the second hour. I think I might have made a mention of National Masturbation Month the first time, 2013. Six years ago. All right, Malcolm Reed, coming up out of the break, I want to talk to you quickly about the Barbecue Guru. They've always believed that outdoor cooking should be easy and fun because it can be, especially with the Monolith Barbecue Guru Edition Grill. The Monolith is the world's first temperature-controlled smoker with a built-in power draft fan. This means smarter control, greater freedom with automatic temperature control. Easily choose your cooking time and temperature. Let the monolith do the work of a sous chef or a barbecue pit master. With minimal effort, you now have oven-like precision at the grill, and you can serve the tastiest, juiciest meals each and every time. Again, 
If you're in the market for a ceramic cooker, if you are not necessarily enchanted by some of the other manufacturers, a Big Green Egg, a Kamado Joe, literally the list is now going on and on anymore. And you already are a believer in pit temperature control devices, like you have a barbecue guru controller already. This is a match made in heaven. You don't have to buy a new controller if you already have one. If you're in the market for a ceramic cooker, the Monolith is a great one to choose from. It comes with a whole bunch of accessories. You're not going to get nickel and dimed on it like you are with some of these other guys. You are off and running. And all you have to do is connect the controller to the built-in power draft fan. It's the only cooker that has one. How easy is that? Super simple, really great. BarbecueGuru.com is the website. 800-288-GURU is the number to call if you have any questions. Again, 800-288-GURU or the BBQ, I'm sorry, BBQGuru.com. That's BBQGURU.com. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. And maybe you checked out my Facebook page and saw where Bob Trudnak and Mo Kaysan and some of the other folks on the West Coast, was it the Wildwood barbecue contest from last year, I think? They've made that into a episode of like a Pitmasters kind of thing. So check it out if you haven't. It's on my show Facebook page. Malcolm Reed coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by the Barbecue, sorry, Butcher's Barbecue. Makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, grilling oils, all butcher barbecue products tested on the competition circuit as well as in the backyards worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood and visit ButcherBBQ.com right now to stock up on it all. Again, that's ButcherBBQ.com. All right, joining me now. The first Tuesday of the month regular guest, the pitmaster of Killer Hogs at Barbecue and the creator of the fantastic website and YouTube page. And of course, being How to Barbecue Right, it is Malcolm Reed. Malcolm, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm good, Greg. How's it going, man? I am absolutely fabulous. Malcolm, appreciate you making time for the show, as always. So plenty to talk about here. Obviously, May, big month in your world especially, but... Let's start with a refresher on proper Cleveland, Ohio manners, Mister. You know you can't Man. come. Uh, you can't come onto my turf and not even say hi. I mean, what does a guy have to do to get a little respect in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city? They don't call these the mean streets of Cleveland for nothing, pal. Man, I you know I didn't know how long I was going to be there, and I hate that, that you know I wasn't in Cleveland very long. They pretty much picked me up at the airport, and we were shipped right out to Wooster uh, to their property. How do you pronounce that, Greg? It's, Wooster. Uh, 
Wooster, Wooster, Ohio. And you know what? That was my first time to Ohio. But I had a great time, man. It's beautiful country up there. I was expecting, you know, urban city and and all that. But when we, where we were, it was all, it looked like Mississippi, except everything was green. Uh, yeah, and it was like crappy weather. But I think to a large degree, Ohio is a smaller version of like how Chicago is. So you... We have the city of Cleveland. I mean, you have Columbus and Cincinnati, a couple other handful of you know decent-sized cities, but Cleveland is the city in Ohio, of course. So you would come in as you flew into Cleveland, I think it was, uh, but you probably didn't even get near the city, and immediately you took down south. And as soon as you get 30, 40 minutes outside of Cleveland, I mean, it flattens out its farmland over and over and over again until you end up running down into Columbus. And you know, similar thing in Chicago. If you're not in the city... Illinois is nothing but farmland and nothingness. So, you know, to a smaller degree, that's uh, kind of like how Cleveland is. So um, so let's talk a little bit about that journey that you took in Worcester for, you know, a 48-hour whirlwind, if you will. What was, uh, what was the idea? Like, how were you approached, and what were they pitching to you as coming out to Worcester? Well, I met Chef uh, Michael Ollier from uh, at Certified Angus Beef. Um, last year, um, upper 17th street at Mike and Amy's hog class they did. And, um, he had told me that they do a barbecue summit every year where they bring, uh, mostly it's restaurateurs, some social media influencers and things like that into their home office there. And they have like a culinary center and they pretty much just gave us a rundown, uh, introductory to the certified Angus beef brand and what it stands for. Um, we got to we got to go in their meat cutting room and learn um, all the different cuts of a cow. We actually broke down the front quarter one day and then broke down the the back quarter, the hind quarter one day. Um, you know, we did a sausage making class. We went out and toured a farm, and all this happened within forty eight hours. Yeah. So it was jam packed. I didn't really have any downtime. So was it pretty tight as far as distance? I mean, you weren't getting shipped out thirty forty minutes away. It was all pretty tight to where their HQ is there in Worcester. Well, everything happened at the culinary center there in Worcester, uh, and um, the farm we went to, I think it was about a 35-minute bus ride, so it wasn't too bad, and we were out there for, it was like a breakfast that last morning. They took us out there and, um, you know, did some cool stuff. I mean, I'd, I'd never seen uh, sirloin steak uh, cooked on a pitchfork, food, uh, like fondue style, <laughs> in a big vat of oil, and they were doing donuts, too, and it was, it was pretty cool. So what was the... One or two things that maybe you didn't know about Certified Angus Beef or that you didn't know altogether that you're coming away with armed fresh with info? Well, pretty much just the standards they hold to their brand. Um, you know, I, I don't know why. I just never put two and two together. There's a whole lot of beef brands out there like there are chicken and pork. I mean, I just never really thought of it. I've seen Certified Angus Beef. You know, everybody knows CAB. Yep. But you see USDA Prime. You see... You know, we think when we think of beef, we think of more the ratings like, you know, select, choice, high choice, prime, and then the Wagyu up there. But I really didn't have any firsthand experience learning about a brand of beef and, you know, how it started and why it's, you know, some of the better beef that you can actually buy. Malcolm Reed joining me here on the show. How to Barbecue Right is his website. How to BBQRight.com is the website. You can find him socially. How to BBQ right on all the different social media channels, of course, and the Pitmaster Killer Hogs Barbecue. We'll get to that here in a second. Can we uh, talk some beefer here for a second? Yeah, man. That was I had those guys come in. That was that was some fun videos right there. So for the folks that aren't familiar with beefer, and if you aren't able to see it, 
it's going to be perhaps a, a little bit of a difficult picture to paint, but best you can, tell us a, a little bit of a, a mental painting of what the beaver is, what it looks like, how it operates, and then we'll dig in a little bit from there. Well, if you've ever been to like one of the higher-end steakhouses where they serve these steaks that they cook, and then it's, it's a high-heat broiler. I'm talking 1,500 degrees temperature. You can imagine, and all, it, all of it cooks top-down to where the heat's coming from the top of the unit, and whatever you put up close to it is just searing. It's just creating that crust, that kind of that, that quick sear on the outside. And while it, you know, when you get your times down, it cooks the inside perfect. And that was what intrigued me about it. And I, you know, I saw it um, a couple times last year at some different hardware shows. And the guys said they'd come out and show me how to operate one. So I jumped all over it. I wanted to learn more about it. All right. So is this something where they just wanted to? piggyback on your great youtube following it's easy for them to come out and kind of show their wares in front of a whole bunch of hundreds of thousands of different subscribers and you're happy to have them because you were interested in the product or were they compensating you in some way how did that work out no they did leave they did leave the beefer behind it's still sitting on my counter yep. <laughs> but so i guess that's what i got out of it but it was one of those things where i met um chef cooper from there and he was a barbecue guy over in georgia so i kind of knew him and with me and him had traded emails before he ever got involved with the beaver. And so he kind of told me about it and told me how those guys were working. And, and um, they had a competition at the World Foods last year for the, the guys that didn't place. You know, you were top 10, but you didn't make it, you didn't advance the second round because you had to be top five. And so I went and hung out because one of my friends uh, made that. And um, I just, you know, they were cooking some cool stuff on it. And it's more, it's more of something that, that you can just, it's not just for searing steaks. You can cook all kinds of things on it. And I thought it was pretty cool, man. You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of a student of, so I wanted to, if there's something out there that I can learn, that's that's kind of the way approach I took to it. Yeah, so that's the question that I wanted to ask because I would assume your backyard kind of looks like mine. You might have five, seven, eight, nine different cookers kind of littering the porch and the patio back there, all the varying different fuels and burn styles and so forth. So, as you look at that one versus a Traeger or a Rectech or a Weber gasser or a charcoal-driven cooker, how does this one raid, and, and how often do you see yourself really using it? Well, you know, it's not really – to me, I can't really compare it to a grill because there's no comparison. I mean, it's it's not a grill. It's a broiler. It's a high-heat broiler. I mean, I could see myself using it, you know, if I had some people come over and we were wanting to just cook some steaks and let everybody kind of get a hand at doing their own or something like that, or, you know, want a quick dinner – uh, we've used it a few times just when I didn't feel like firing up a grill and Rochelle can go out there and, and turn the beef her own and we you know, we can have steaks in 10 minutes. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty handy and something like that. I see it as something to go along with your grill. Um, I haven't played with like doing some reverse sears and actually using it to finish something. I think it would be great in that technique, but it's definitely, it's definitely a piece of equipment that would come in handy in your outdoor kitchen setup if you've got everything else. It's not going to be the be-all, end-all of grills or anything. The, are they trying to capture like a higher-end mark? I mean, you're from the videos that I saw, you're you're doing maybe one at a time. You're letting one rest and kind of get to a certain internal temperature the way he was going over how to cook those steaks. So it's not like you're going to be able to chuck five or six or seven of those on. It's like one-at-a-time type of a thing. Is it a, is it a higher-end uh, affluency market they're looking to grab? Well, I would think so. I think it's so new to, to the United States that, that people really don't know where it's fitting in the market. But Because um, over in Germany, where it originated, uh, all the chefs are using it. Hmm. But they're not into grilling as much as we are. You know, they, don't, they may not have the space or the access to good fuel, charcoal, propane, be it, be it. 
but that's that's where they're finding it to use and they're just trying to 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 get some recognition out there let people see it and and see where it fits in do you know what the price point on those are retail wise um i believe the small one was like around 800 wow. and the bigger one was like right at over a thousand or 1100 something like that I, I didn't really look at the prices um what they said but they're right in that price range and there's some different there's some knockoffs out there already too i think there's a few that are cheaper than that on amazon so it's something that you'll probably be seeing more of here in the next few years. Malcolm Reed joining me here on the show. All right, Malcolm, so uh, this is the month of May. That obviously means Memphis in May. We had talked about Memphis in May and some of the changes that were going to be going on in the venue here after this competition takes place in 2019 as far as looking ahead into that and where they're going to have to move it and whatever is going on there. How is Memphis in May 2019 shaping up for you? I saw you doing kind of a rib practice type of a thing couple days ago and you had a number of racks on there and uh, certainly memphis and may is a different beast altogether as far as competition so you have to cook that kind of mass quantity of food depending on if you final or not so how are you ramping up into the 2019 version at a run for a world championship well i've, I've really been practicing trying to get these baby backs down because um i've been cooking mainly kcbs contests and we cook st louis cut spare ribs so I had to, you know, work back on some times and, and we're cook I just ordered 24 racks of ribs. So I've got to cook a lot for Memphis. And that's why you keep seeing, you know, putting, putting pictures out there at, uh, with me doing a lot. I'm just trying to figure out the smoke, how long it's taken, you know, how long it's taken me to wrap that many ribs. Uh, we'll be running two pits. We'll be running 12 racks on each one. So we're just kind of, you know, working out the timeline and, and dialing a few things and tweaking some recipes. Are you going to be running? Crossing our fingers. <laughs> are you running a couple different cookers? Are you going to run a jambo and then something else, or two of the same? I'm taking two old hickory uh, ACMMs, and I'm taking my jambo as well. And then I'm taking wow. a couple pellet grills. We're doing everything. We're doing all the ancillary contest. Um, they even added a turkey breast contest this year, and I I did a video today, and I'm not going to release it until next week because it's actually going to be the entry that I'm turning in. <laughs> so I'm just trying to t test it out. Can you get involved in too many ancillary categories at these kind of events and put yourself behind the eight ball, the stuff that's actually going to win you the, the overall grand championship, or you feel pretty confident that you're going to do all right no matter how many other stuff you get into? Well, I think you absolutely can if you're trying to do it all yourself. Uh, what we use the ancillary contest for is uh, I bring in some extra help from Memphis and May. So those guys want to cook something too and feel like, you know, they're, you know, it's their own thing. So, you know, I think the only thing I'm doing, I'm doing turkey and the seafood. Then I've got people doing chicken, hot wings, beef, exotic. So, we, you know, we're kind of spreading it out so everybody can do something. And then we'll all team up for the Saturday ribs. Can you not do St. Louis-style ribs? You could. I mean, the rib category can be uh, any style of rib except country ribs. So you could do whole spare ribs. Kate St. Louis cut or loin back, baby backs. All right. So, what's the pitmaster mindset of going away from a cut of rib that you're used to, as you had mentioned with a KCBS, and then going to a loin back rib? Well, traditionally, the loin back rib has been the Memphis style rib. Um, you don't, you know, most of the contests around here, especially MBN, which is modeled on Memphis and May, they're all loin back ribs. And that's what those judges are used to seeing. Um, you know, so we're going to give them what they're used to seeing. But, I'm also going to take some spare ribs just in case. I got a little curveball that I think I want to work on throwing in there. So uh, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag in case too many people listen. They get the same idea, but I'm coming in prepared. Do you spend time over 
a 12 month period, uh, you know, since the last one ended to building up to where we're going to be at here in a couple of weeks and picking people's brains about flavors and profiles and tenderness? Or do you think that that's more or less will remain the same in that regard? The holding the offsites or the onsites out of the equation at the moment, but just the cooking process, does that tend to remain the same or do you have to evolve? Well, it remains pretty close to the same. Uh, Mark West from Tim Bones has won ribs the past three years in a row. So I don't think it's changed a whole lot. We're all kind of chasing what he's doing. Um, and so that's that's what kind of what I'm shooting for to just not be outside the box at Memphis and May. You you gotta get you gotta get lucky, but you gotta cook a good rib too. Can you approach him and pick his brain, or is he pretty guarded with what he does? <laughs> uh, he'd probably tell me if I asked. Now, I don't know if it'd be the truth, but he'd tell me something. <laughs> I mean, does it does it really go back to I've had you know any number of KCBS pitmasters, obviously winners in Memphis in May, and um, most of the time when we talk about let's say doing cooking classes, you say, "Well, are you really telling everybody?" what you're doing and laying it all on the line like you say you are. And they said, well, yeah. And it always comes back to, I'll tell you exactly what I do. Where the disconnect is going to happen is I'm going to go one direction. You're going to go into another direction. And now you actually have to make that happen in your own camp at whatever contest you're going to be at. You subscribe to that? I, I absolutely do. Um, in this game, it's all on how you finish. Um, we could all be, We're all using a combination of the same kind of flavors for the most part. Everybody's smoking with some wood. Um, we're cooking a tender rib. So, th- I mean, the only way you can really, you know, set yourself apart is nailing everything, every aspect of it. So, and, and that's what makes it hard. It's a challenge. Even even every rack that I cook won't turn out exactly the same. So I've got to pick the best that I have that day, uh, get them turned in, and then hope I get some luck too, and then hope the judges that come on site. That's the whole other animal too, the on-site factor. Do you, so, you know, we, you never know. Do you spend a lot of time going through uh, some kind of a, of a prep as far as on-sites are concerned, if you final there? Not anymore. Um, I, I used to when we first started, but now that that's the fun part of the whole thing. A lot of guys get caught up and they get nervous or, you know, they don't like the on-site. But that's really, to me, that's the part to where experience can shine, to where you've done it. And I look forward to it because I, I try to sit down like I'm sitting here with you and, you know, have a good conversation Make them feel at home, and then tell them, you know, tell them something about the ribs I cook, and, and hopefully they, you know, it wows them. Do you buy into the fact that if a judge shows up to my site, let's say I final, and they show up to me, and they don't know me from any Tom, Dick, or Harry, but then they show up to a Chris Lilly or a Melissa Cookston or a Mike Mills? I mean, you know, the the list goes on and on. For these folks that have been on television that also do the Memphis and May, uh, the Orsons uh, from the Shed. A lot of television time, a lot of being under pressure and being able to produce words and you know do all the sentence structure and all that because sell it if you will. Is there how, how do you view that? Is that a work against those guys and they have to overcome a bigger hurdle because they're being tested more, or do you think that there is kind of a judges being starstruck and maybe they I'm not saying they're not working as hard of course but do they get a little bit of a free pass if they were to make some type of an error in a open presentation like that well I think I think a lot of it's human nature when it comes to that because they've seen these guys and they know kind of what to expect you kind of have a higher standard for those teams that that make it year in and year out so it is more difficult and I think that's why you see a lot of the same ones winning I mean they're they're great cooks they they were there you know for a reason to begin with um, they can only 
you know, do something wrong to hurt themselves because I'm sure they, they go in at a pretty high score just, you know, because of the names of a lot of them. But, um, it's, it is harder for a guy that's never made it to jump in there with them. I mean, you have to really, really have some good product that day to beat them because I've no, you know, I've, I've done it myself. I've, I've beat other teams with lesser barbecue just because we outsold them. And that's part of it. You know, that's the game we're playing there. When you are leading up here to Memphis in May, and obviously we'll get the recap when you come in in June, like how are you feeling right now on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm going to say a 10, but <laughs> I, always, I always feel like that going in. You have to ask me Saturday morning. Uh, have you heard anything about this big impending Memphis in May social media sponsor? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, the only thing that I've been really, the buzz around here, man, is the construction they're fixing to start. In June, they supposedly had wow. the bulldozers ready to tear everything up. So it's, 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 you know, it, um, I hate to say it, but it's not looking good for us for next year. And we'll see how that transpires. Uh, but he is leading up to the Memphis and May World Championship. Uh, when is that again? It is ne- not this weekend, but next weekend. We actually start right. Saturday, Greg. We start loading in. So we're just a few days away from that, but the contest will be next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, a week away. All right, a week away. So we'll look forward to that, and we'll get the full recap as we meet again the first Tuesday of June. In the meantime, you can check them out at howtobbqwrite.com. Follow them on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. Same handle, howtobbqwrite.com. It is Malcolm Reed, the pitmaster of Killer Hogs Barbecue Team. Malcolm, always appreciate the time. Hey, thanks, Greg. It's always fun. i got to get you down here to Memphis in May one year, man. One year, I promise. We'll you do got it. to. All right, man. Have a good one. Uh, there is a 0% chance that I'll be going to Memphis. I can't say that to him right to his face. But every time I see Memphis in May, I mean, it does look pretty cool. Honestly, it looks like a great event. Except every time I'm turning in, it's raining like crazy. And it's like a, a mud farm of seismic proportions. I'm not a big mud guy. And Memphis is really far away, and there's no easy way to get in, and the plane fights are expensive. You know what, Malcolm? I'm backing out. I'm backing out. Sorry. I will say, hey, we're going to give it the old college try. No, we're not. Hey. Run on over to BigPapaSmokers.com right now for all your barbecue needs. One-stop online shopping, a curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies. Handpicked by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. Award-winning rubs, sauces, American-made grills, and smokers. They got everything over there. They have the West Coast offense. That's when you mix the Big Papa Smokers and the Simply Marvelous Barbecue Rubs together. Everybody's known over the past handful of years, West Coast Offense, cornering the market on competitive barbecue. Everybody's looking for that. Also, they own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. If you're looking for a new go-to sauce, might I suggest Granny's. It's great. Aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, Big Papa Smokers also offers the very best pellet charcoal and wood cookers available today. If you're looking for a versatile cooker that's easy to use, Check out that Mac two-star general pellet grill. Meathead uses it on his recipe development from AmazingRibs.com. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offers special packages. If you're not a fan of pellet smokers, no problem. Take a look at the Old Hickory Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. 
If you're a backyard barbecue enthusiast like me, looking for a durable and versatile grill that will last forever, the M Grill is just what you need. They're built like tanks. If you're not sure, call them, please. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or, again, look at the website, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers, plural, BigPapaSmokers.com. Emily Detweiler from Smithfield on the break. Stick around. Be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. And we thank Malcolm Reed once again. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Smithfield. That's right. Hey, are you signed up for the Smoking with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship? Registration is free. Sign up today. Hit smokingwithsmithfield.com for all the details. Also, if you're ready to find out where you rank against all the competitive barbecue teams across the country, visit the same website and check the rank on Smoking with Smithfield's National Barbecue Championship leaderboard. Smokingwithsmithfield.com. That's smokingwithsmithfield.com. All right, my next guest, widely known as the Pork Princess, senior brand manager over at Smithfield Pork. Tonight, we are covering a number of topics, so let's quickly get to it. And we welcome back friend of the show, Emily Detweiler. Emily, how are you? I'm doing great, Greg. How are you? I'm absolutely fabulous, Emily. Appreciate you making it back onto the varsity show this time happy to have you back uh hey absolutely before we get into this barbecue and grilling talk i noticed something this past saturday i don't know how many people had a keen eye as i did during the kentucky derby and it was this the jockey on the winning horse had smithfield running down his silks probably the most talked about finish in kentucky derby history And Smithfield has a nice piece of eye candy on this guy's silk, that, of course, being Country House. How cool was that? It was pretty cool. Definitely a controversial finish for (laughs) sure, but certainly an exciting one. And, um, you know, it's just a fun way for us to try to attract another audience um, in another fun sport to watch. So, yeah, really excited and Glad to uh, glad to see the championship finish. So is that a, a thing where you sponsor a rider, or do you just is it like a like a promo buy or something, and, and the guy just agrees to put Smithfield on the on the silks? How does that work? Uh, actually, we sponsor the jockeys oh. themselves. So kind of like in the sport of barbecue, where we're sponsoring individual pitmasters. Um, yeah, we sponsored the, some of the jockeys. So. Um, excited to see where that takes us. On a scale of one to ten, where are you on thoroughbred racing, excitement-wise? Oh my! <laughs> well, you know, it's in my opinion, it's not quite as exciting as the field of competition barbecue. So, really? Really? Um, <laughs> no, I like it. I actually, I do like it a lot. I would say it's not something I'm super familiar with, but uh, but learning. So uh, we'll talk about some Smithfield stuff here quickly. And the last time that I had Belinda on, we were talking about the Committed Cooks program. And at that point, she had said there were still a very small handful of spots that were still open. So let's just address that real quick. We'll get into some of the other Committed Cooks here stuff, or the Committed Cooks stuff here in a second. But are there any more open spots, or is that a, a closed, done deal at this point? 
It's pretty much a closed done deal at this point. We've okay. been really happy with the continued success of that program. And, um, you know, again, really thankful for all of our committed cooks out there that have continued to showcase their partnership with Smithfield. Um, you know, again, it, we couldn't do it, do it and continue to invest in the sport without, uh, without continuing to see the engagement. So we appreciate it very much. Um, from the uh, national championship realm, the leaderboard, from what I understand now, is live on smokingwithsmithfield.com, correct? Yes, it is. Okay, so I good. just have to give a big sh- shout out. We are really excited about that um, with with the leaderboard being live and, you know, just huge kudos to our partners at uh, at Barbecue Data and also at Edge to help us really get through all of that. It certainly has been a big process. Um, we've had a really great um barbecue council team of some of our of our pitmasters as well helping us navigate through all of that uh, it's been a great learning experience and we're really excited to have it live you know we um put a couple of extra weeks in it to make sure that the data was as accurate as possible when we did go live so i know that uh, to some who are anxiously waiting it felt like a little bit longer uh, to get it out there but we wanted to make sure that we got it right so really appreciate all of the great work that's gone into that you know it's certainly the first of its kind in terms of what we're trying to do mm-hmm. with really unifying the sport and really really proud so what i would what i would advise the listeners to do is to sign up just as a reminder it is free to register um, to participate and then if you're not registered, we're tracking everybody's points. We're tracking everybody's points, but you have to officially register on the site. I think it's by July 1st. Um, so you do still have some time, but you must be officially registered if you qualify in that top 24 to come down to New Orleans and compete for the $50,000 cash. Um, so again, I would just encourage people, even if you think you registered, just go back on and double check. <laughs> um, if nothing else, confirm your team information as you look around on there. Because what I would um, really hate to have happen is somebody thinks that they're registered and they're not, and then they get to that top 24 and they don't get to go to New Orleans. So um, anyway, that would be my call to action for all of you is to make sure that you go on to smokingwithsmithfield.com register or just double check that to make sure that you're in good standing. Emily Detweiler from Smithfield joining me here on the show. And when you say you're considering everybody, you mean uh, all sanctioning bodies. Yes. So, yep, we've, we're getting all of the data from uh, all of the major sanctioning bodies out there. What I mean by that is even if you have not registered to be part of this program, we're still tracking your points. If your points, if you're competing in IBCA or KCBS, MBN, um, uh, St. Louis, you know we're ca- we're we've captured all of those. Um, we're capturing those points. So, but you have to officially register with us. It's just a formality. If you if you want to come down and compete in New Orleans, which we definitely want to have you do, um, you have to be registered to compete. So. That's uh, that's what it is. And the championship taking place November 14th through the 17th of this year, again, in New Orleans, Louisiana. So, I mean, it couldn't be more of a, a great place to have the uh, what would be a grand barbecue spectacle taking place here in that city. Yeah, and you know what? We've got an awesome venue uh, already reserved for this location. So we've gone on a couple different scouting trips Um to make sure that we've got a spot that's really going to be perfect for pitmasters and bringing their rigs and their gear. 
Um, so we're going to be doing this at the New Orleans Motor Speedway, um, which is a really, really nice facility. So I think everybody is going to be very pleased. Um, and we're planning some fun hospitality elements and surprises for each of the days for uh, for those who are going to come down and compete. And likewise, for those who will volunteer and the judges, and that's a whole different discussion. But um, we're going to have a great, a great experience for all involved. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, I mean, is there anything from a volunteering standpoint or anything that you need that you would like to get out to the listening public at this point? Or are you pretty much all set? And if you need it, you'll pass it through social media channels and otherwise. Well, actually, great question. So we do have a call for judges. And uh, what we've done is uh, to try to make everything as balanced and fair as possible. We've actually put together a judges application that's also live on smokingwithsmithfield.com right now. Um, so for those who are interested in judging or for listeners who may know someone who would make a great judge for this event, what we would ask you to do is just go on smokingwithsmithfield.com and fill out the judge's application. Um, again, we're trying to have a very fair and balanced approach to this because we are asking for judges from across the different sanctioning bodies as well um, to be reflective of our unified barbecue championship. So you'll see all the information in there. Um I think we're going to, I mean, obviously we have 24 teams, but we're looking for up to 40 judges just to make sure that we've got some rotation throughout the three-day uh, three championship. So, again, looking forward to that. And then certainly if anybody is interested in volunteering, um, you know, we'll be looking for volunteers as well. And they could note that even on the judges' application or even just reach out to us at barbecue at smithfield.com. So from a judging perspective, are you going to have your own uh, rules and way to, to tell what's good and, and what isn't as far as barbecue is concerned, or will you be kind of yep. stealing from some other sanctioning body kind of ideas? That's a great question. Thanks for asking that. So we've actually, um, we've actually created our own rules, but again, we've done so with uh, our pitmaster council, which includes cooks who cook across a wide variety of sanctioning bodies so that we could truly be representative. Um, so we feel very confident that we've got a very nice, evenly balanced set of rules that we will be using at, at this event. Um, and honestly, it's something that down the road um, we might be able to use at other events, but that's, you know, that's a totally different topic. But again, we really wanted to make sure that we were um, balanced and fair and thinking about this from cooks who cook in a variety of different sanctioning body formats today. All right, so hit up the website, smokingwithsmithfield.com. Again, make sure that you are registered as they are tracking everybody's points currently. And if you are going to be one of those top 24 teams, you got to be registered in order to get down to uh, New Orleans, November 14th through the 17th and uh, take advantage yeah. of that. All right, so... Uh, one of the other things that I wanted to talk to you about, obviously, uh, spring, I mean, in Cleveland, it's very questionable if spring has actually shown up here, not with the uh, <laughs> terrible weather and cold weather and all that other stuff. But uh, grilling season is here. Obviously, grilling and barbecue season goes hand in hand with ribs and Smithfield and ribs kind of go hand in hand as well. So let's talk about ribs availability, um, uh, the uh, kinds or the, the brands from Smithfield that are going to be available to us and, and where we can get them at. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely grilling season is upon us, which is awesome. Um, I know that extra tender ribs are always a favorite among the barbecue audience. Mm -hmm. um, so we are we are doing some different things in our distribution this year. Really the primary place that you're going to find uh, the extra tender ribs specifically is going to be at Walmart. So um, 
similar distribution to what we had last year. It's pretty national in scope. There are a few markets where, um, unfortunately, one of our other competitors has the Walmart business in, in just a couple of the markets. But for the most part, you'll find us nationwide in, in your Walmart stores. Certainly, you'll find even our frozen spare ribs in all Walmart locations. So um, that's good, even if you need to turn to frozen for that purpose. But yeah, we've got our St. Louis, we've got our back ribs and our spare ribs. Um, really through Labor Day, and I know that with the Royal finally being announced um, in September, you know, again, great time to stock up and make sure you've got what you need because typically what happens is once Labor Day hits, then Walmart goes back to their other more year-round distribution. So if you are a fan of the ETs and you want to have them before the Royal, I would just encourage everybody to make sure that they are thinking about that um, toward the end of August. So, Anyway, and then the rest of our availability and your, you know, just check with your normal local grocers for our Smithfield all-natural ribs, those we lovingly call the black label ribs. But those are really, I mean, they're just as great quality. They just mm-hmm. are not enhanced, obviously. Um, and really, a lot of a lot of retailers are are following the consumer trend of of not having enhanced products. So. You know, it's just a fair balance from our distribution perspective, but um, both of them are great quality in terms of what you might need on the competition circuit or at home. So from a marketing perspective, I mean, it's kind of an interesting uh, answer that you were giving. Will you track like year over year and you'll see ET start to trend up and production will be representative of that? Or is there always kind of a, you know, it's only going to be this percentage of ET and this percentage of black label and whoever wants it more, we're going to have the same kind of inventory, but we might send more to this person or that person. Yeah, no, it's a great question. Really, a lot of that comes down to some of the strategic conversations that we have with the most senior executives at our customers um, on a national basis or sorry, on an annual basis. So we will go down, for example, to Walmart and showcase the performance that we've had um, year over year in the rib in the rib category. And one of the most exciting things for me for last year um, to create the plan even for 2019 was to be able to show the spikes. And we can mm. see from a sales perspective, some of the great lists in the summertime, especially. And uh, we actually had our buyer ask us what was happening as we got toward the end of Labor Day time period. And, you know, we'd done a big push uh, for the Royal again, and we saw it in the data. So that type of thing is really exciting from my perspective because it helps us continue to tell the story for why um, why the partnership with retailers and then also driving that through from a consumer perspective. So um, anyway, that's a long story, but essentially what we do is really work closely with our retailer partners in terms of where we've got distribution and where we can continue to grow distribution of our branded products. And then from how we, from a marketing perspective, we plan our digital ad buys and things like that around where we've got distribution. So, um, yeah, but we've got also got our get grilling America program, Mm -hmm. which is coming back for the, uh, the next iteration. And we had such a great success with it last year that uh, we were excited to bring it back this year with a slightly different twist. So this year, what we've been doing with get grilling America and we launched it actually at the Richmond NASCAR race in April and uh, Tuffy Stone was a big part of that, and we are extremely grateful for that partnership with him um, and with Eric Almarola. I think they both are great ambassadors mm-hmm. of uh, barbecue and racing, which are two things that go together really well. So awesome. anyway, our, our theme for the gr- grilling program this year with Get Grilling America is really talking about how Smithfield can help you be the hero of your grill. 
Um, so we've got a consumer contest on our Get Grilling America website. So we'd encourage people to visit that, smithfieldgetgrilling.com. And you can talk about how Smithfield helps you be the hero of your grill, whether that's, you know, for a big neighborhood cookout or just your friends and family during the weeknight type of thing. And there we've got a nice cash program or cash prize option up to $5,000 for that. Um, and then we also have kind of an overlay, if you will, for our Walmart program specifically, where we're talking about, this goes back to the idea of uh, NASCAR and, and barbecue kind of fitting nicely together. So we've got a Team Fast or Team Slow sweepstakes uh, that's in support of our Walmart program, which is kind of fun as well. So you can still find more information about that on smithfieldgetgrilling.com. But um, I would encourage our listeners here to take part in that because the idea is, and it's obviously something that at competition barbecuers know very well, you know, do you like to cook your ribs hot and fast or do you like low and slow, those types of things. And so we're trying to inspire consumers on whether they like to grill their ribs fast, team fast, like Eric Almarola, or if they prefer low and slow, um, maybe like Tuffy. So um, anyway, it's just kind of a fun, a fun little overlay to get people thinking about the versatility and quality of fresh pork on the grill during the summer. All right, Emily, I'm going to ask you the $100,000 or the $5,000 question. Do you like hot and fast or low and slow ribs? Oh, my gosh. Well, I like both. I know that's probably the cheating answer, but I do love to go. Let's offend people. (laughs) Let's go. We're courageous on this show. tell you you know my husband has a big papa smokers uh smoker that Mm -hmm. he painted red and it's beautiful um and when he decides to get up the racks and hang the ribs and and do it low and slow that is there's just nothing better i love the tender tenderness and juiciness of the ribs that have been smoking all day Uh, but i will say from a hot and fast perspective when i come home from you know a crazy hectic day (laughs) at smithfield there's nothing better than just turning on the Weber grill and throwing a marinated tenderloin on there and having, you know, having a great tasting dinner and a very short period of time during the week. So yep. I really do like, I do like them both. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I love to live in hypocrisy, of course, I love both as well. Uh, I mean, uh, if I can get the stick burner going, if I'm not running people to volleyball and jetting off into places uh, east and west and south of the Mississippi and I have the time, I love to do throw sticks, do the pork, all the ribs, uh, you know, all that stuff. But, man, uh, that seems to be few and far between at this point, uh, or at least at this station of life, and I know you're kind of going through it along with me uh, with younger kids. And uh, it, mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, it is nice to get it fired up and get something hot and fast, and it's still delicious. So uh, we, we yeah, agree to agree. we're actually going to start doing uh, – I think we're going to have to start doing tailgates <laughs> at 8U uh, baseball tournaments <laughs> because when we're out there at the field all day, I think we're going to start taking our little Weber uh, – Q1200 with us in the car and cooking up some pork chops or marinated tenderloins for folks to get those boys fed during between the It's crazy. Yeah, good food for them, and uh, there's no doubt the Detweilers will be the popular parents on the 8U team, uh, no question about it. yeah. Absolutely. So uh, visit these websites, won't you? Uh, Smithfieldgetgrilling.com for the consumer contest that we were just talking about. Otherwise, smokingwithsmithfield.com. Make sure you're signed up for... The uh, the National Barbecue Championship points are being collected right now, but you have to be signed up in order to take place in New Orleans. And again, those dates are November 14th through the 17th. Emily, always appreciate the time you give to the show and the support. Thanks so much. Thank you. You got it. There take she care. is. 
Emily Detweiler from Smithfield showing up on the Fogo Charcoal Hotline. That's hot and fast right there. Smithfield pork and Fogo charcoal. It doesn't get any better than that. The great flavor, both in the pork product itself. And you know Fogo is bringing the heat when it comes to the actual heat. But great flavor there as well. You know you love it. Fogo fans are some of the most dedicated fans out there. All right, we will wrap the first hour. I'll give you those websites again when we come back. Uh, I will talk to you. uh, Let's see. I'll just leave those for next hour. All right, uh, stick around. We will be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, we are back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. If you want to jump in here before the hour ends. And we thank Emily Detweiler from Smithfield joining us the last segment. Again, the websites, if you are looking for registration of the Smithfield National Barbecue Championship, check the leaderboard for standings. Again, that has gone live finally. Barbecue Data is their partner on that. Smokinwithsmithfield.com. S-M-O-K-I-N. Smokinwithsmithfield.com. There's a great highlight video that I put on my Facebook page a couple days ago to give you a taste of what that's going to be all about. The championship. 24 top teams. And again, this is a cross-sanctioning body, so it doesn't have to be just KCBS teams or just FBA teams or just IBCA teams. Dare I say a Texas Gulf Coast. Is that still a thing? St. Louis style or St. Louis Barbecue Society, all that stuff. They're tracking all your points right now. You have to go and sign up. Smokingwithsmithfield.com to do that and the championship takes place in New Orleans, Louisiana, November 14th through the 17th. That's November 14th through the 17th. Also, thanks to Malcolm Reed for joining me in the first hour. KillerHogsBBQ.com to get his rubs and products, or you can go to HowToBBQRight.com and check out the YouTube videos There is a podcast that he is doing now once a week. I think that gets released every Monday or something like that. But him and his wife record that, give you the look back, pulling the curtain back of what's happening out there in his YouTube life. Had some uh, sound issues the first handful, but I believe they're now in season three. I haven't checked one out in a while, but I'll go back through with my discerning ears and then lend feedback to Malcolm and Rochelle as needed. You can get that on Spotify and all the other podcast platforms, howtobbqwrite.com. We did the beefer talk there. That's the question for the chat room right now. 
Would you buy a beefer? Pretty cool videos that he has up. All right. Stick around. We will be back for the second hour.